to the podcast welcome back to tomboy official i am on here waiting for my food um i ordered some some takeout so um decided to record an episode about mm, something that maybe some people may be interested in i'm not too sure but mainly along the lines of dealing with family around the holidays. Um, I'm going to be coughing a lot. Um, I was vaping pretty recently. But um, I want to talk about this topic because, you know, with holidays... It's not for everybody. Um, I was joking with a friend of mine, kind of joking but serious, but made it into a joke, saying that, you know, this is probably going to be the first holiday that I'm only going to do what I want to do. I'm not really going to overextend myself. You know, if people want me to go to their thing that I might not want to go to, I'm not going to go. Um, if everybody's throwing a party and, you know, say if there's like six parties to go to or something in like a three month period and that's too much for me, I'm not going to be doing all that. Um, I'm not going to like every gift exchange and all that kind of stuff. And I'm not really going to interact with people forcibly, you know, in a way that I don't want to. Um, I mean, the difficulty with holiday time periods for people who have family and friends that celebrate, like, it can be peaceful, it can be nice, it can be great, it can be wonderful, or it can be to an extreme of, you know, not having anybody to celebrate with, um, and it's negative because of that reason, or having people to be around during the holidays but the experience with them socially might not be too um appealing and that's kind of more so what I'm I'm trying to avoid um so you know I'll just talk about an experience you know I think last night recently I kind of fell into a bit of a a trap um you know some old family dynamics coming up and you know um you you kind of know how it is right it's like we all we all not all of us but i think those of us who might have some trouble with certain family members when it comes to those specific people We kind of know how they are, right? It's like, you leave those interactions just being like, ugh, my gosh, like, why did I even, like, interact with them at all, you know? Um, And so, this is mainly going to be me kind of venting about that, but um, just kind of my thought process surrounding it. Um, 
so I don't really mind bringing up the the conversation um so you know there was this whole you know weekend where a lot of us have been off since Thursday you know um Sunday rolls around people start you know leaving a very long weekend um and luckily up until that point um things were mostly okay I mean usually usually things don't go that many days with um with really no concerns but I would honestly say you know first of all I probably got my hopes up just because I was like wow this is odd that you know we're like four days in and uh or three full days in um and nothing has gone negative you know it's been nice the whole time so um mainly I you know I assumed okay well maybe you know this person has changed um which I know better you know I know better um but I was just thinking wow like this wasn't unpleasant um there's maybe one slightly just kind of obnoxious comment that somebody made um where it's kind of like okay whatever you know let it roll off your back um and that was on what day did I go to the gym Ooh, that was Friday. That was Friday. So that happens, you know, um, it was like a one comment, like one person makes a comment, I commented back, that was the end of that discussion. Um You know how it is when like I don't know if you guys know people who just kinda ask obnoxious questions just as a way to kind of be annoying or get under your skin. But I was kind of thinking about that one too, and I was like, you know, it's the same, the same person, <clears throat> same person, who's generally problematic. And so, you know, I kind of let it roll off my back. But you know, I was like, you know, I did find myself thinking about it a little bit after the fact, um, after they made some kind of, it was like a slightly rude comment. Like, we crossed paths in in some space, and we're just like, you know, I'm I'm not really trying to, like, talk at all, but they kind of made a comment about something I was doing, and I was just kind of like, so, like, you know, like, this is just what I do, it's part of my routine, you know, um, but it's like, okay, none of your business, like, you know, like, I wasn't doing anything, like, weird, it was like, something like equivalent to like drinking a protein shake after the gym or something it was like you know like that kind of thing and it's like okay I was like let me unpack that whole thing and I'm just thinking like okay they probably had nothing better to say I mean they probably know that I actively ignore them I don't initiate conversation with them they see me in a space where it's just me and them and it's like we don't talk as it is and so the only thing they have to say to me is some kind of like negativity 
And so that's kind of how I took it. I'm just like, this is just because they're just trying to interact and, you know, a flawed attempt at interacting. Like, but I noticed this person only knows how to interact by creating debates, creating arguments, trying to kind of get under people's skin. And then once they kind of start bubbling up, you know, once the other person starts bubbling up, now there's going to be this exchange of some form of conversation, usually a negative, excuse me, wow, usually a negative experience. Usually it's going to be an experience where, you know, they just want to debate and debate and get under somebody's skin. And I take that as a tactic of, I want to interact. This is is kind of just what I hear underneath it all is I want to interact. I don't know how to interact in a way that is authentic or vulnerable. So I go out of my way to put people on the defense to get under their skin because then they're going to interact with me, but they also won't get too close. So I'm going to get some kind of interaction. It's going to be some kind of an argument or a debate or they're going to know or feel me getting under their skin and we're going to have some kind of exchange of dialogue but we're not really going to get anywhere um you know this isn't going to be um me starting some authentic conversation you know with anybody because I don't know how to do that. I don't have the social skills to do that. I don't have the emotional intelligence to handle that. That's what I hear with this person consistently, right? So that's what I have to remind myself. And I know with family, with friends, with loved ones, it can be hard. But, you know, that's kind of the way that I try to kind of deal with it is kind of look at like what is really happening here you know what's really happening it's like it's not really necessarily okay well some some situations might be like this but I'm just talking about this specific person it's not that they don't care it's not that they don't um want people around them it's not that they don't want me specifically around them it's just that they don't know how to interact with people or else they would have gotten this down by now So I have to keep reminding myself of that, that this person doesn't have adequate social skills. I mean, I say that because, you know, they live by themselves all the way on another side of the country as far away from any other family members. Like there are no other family members that even live within a drivable distance of this person. So this person has to call the shots whenever they want to see somebody, you know, they are the ones that are making the effort to come to everybody, you know, if they want to visit their kids, if they want to visit their nieces, if they want to visit their nephews, if they want to visit aunts, uncles, um, friends, you know, the church pastor, like whatever it is, if they want to, if they want to interact, they're going to have to make the effort to fly pretty much to meet anybody like they live far away from everybody so that's already all of that is already like multiple signs right um and 
they also create a situation for themselves where they can justify doing this. So they kind of keep their finances out of order so that they have to take different jobs at faraway places um, that pay more. Um, it's it, To me, it's like an unconscious strategy. All of this is like an unconscious strategy of how this person interacts with the world. And, you know, every so often, I am forced to interact with this person. Um, and, you know, there can be some some kind of hurtful, painful interactions, you know, me being a pretty sensitive person, it's not ideal to be like in a space with somebody that you're like, oh God, whenever they open their effing mouth, it's going to be some BS thing, you know, because I actively go out of my way to create relationships with people that that's not how we interact. You know, we can have a conversation about what's actually going on you know like if somebody you know if I'm in the same space as somebody and I'm kind of nervous about talking to them or whatever I'm not talking about these family or friends or whatever I'm talking about the people that I actually value spending time around of course none of us is going to be perfect still but usually when I'm with the people that I um care about that I've actively purposefully developed and um grown relationships with um I'm usually we're usually all on the same page about you know healthy relationships what that looks like you know starting debates with people isn't a healthy relationship you know it's not a a good social skill so I'll explain kind of the um, I guess the blowout event. <laughs> um, I'm not going to explain the exact details of everything, but just the bit of the drama. Um, this person is dramatic, though, by the way. And, you know, like I mentioned, this is all their stuff that they have going on, that they haven't worked out. And so they come into holiday spaces and create a mess, right? So I looked at this, At uh, I'm looking at all this, you know, since Friday, I'm kind of like, okay, like Friday was the first time something actually kind of happened. And then now we come all the way to the end of Sunday evening. And I'm just thinking like, uh, Sunday night, you know, like, I got to have a, a kind of like a farewell dinner with these people like the last people who are there for the holiday we're gonna have a farewell dinner and this person is there um it's kind of like a goodbye end of the holiday end of the days off kind of okay let's we're officially ending this uh here's the last dinner we're gonna have before the last of us kind of part ways um and this person had to travel mind you because you know they they had to get on a plane because they had to fly all the way across the country and so, um, there, we're there, you know, multiple people in the family are there and, you know, one person is being authentic and vulnerable and ask me, you know, do you want, um, 
to join this Bible study that I'm starting or this Bible study. Um, it's online, you know, you wouldn't have to do anything kinda you know, they're going out of their way to kinda ask about that. And I understand them like, okay, that's that's a kind of vulnerable thing to ask, you know. Um somebody I think, you know, it's uh you know, you're kinda putting yourself out there. It's not quite like asking somebody on a date. It's not quite like you know but it's almost along that line of like asking somebody to to share some kind of personal space with you and so I respected that and I was kind of like you know I respectfully declined because I was just kind of like you know and um I don't really like you know bible studies because they kind of force me to kind of study stuff that you know I like studying other I like studying what I want to study when I want to study it you know and I have nothing against studying the Bible I'm not even saying that I don't study it it's just you know usually around this time of year I'm studying like history and religious history surrounding holidays and stuff like that and different cultural histories and how things kind of tie together how things are different um that's kind of what I prefer to study and but with me you know I felt like they kind of pushed a little and I was kind of like okay you can push a little but I'm still like they're like ah you don't have to read it it's audio like whatever and I'm kind of like yeah I just kind of like doing my own thing I'm you know and I explained like last year you know I was working on this big project with a bunch of people and uh with some friends and you know, we, we have fun doing that, you know, like we'll dive into like religious theory and stuff like that. And like, that's kind of what me and my friends, um, some friends like to do. Um, so if I'm going to study the Bible, it's usually going to be like that. It's going to be like for a specific topic. I'm not really into like the, those specific types of devotionals. Um, like the specific thing that they were mentioning I'm not really into that it's just not my preference you know and I was like I'm probably honestly not gonna do it um but I you know I mean I wouldn't mind opting in and just not doing it um just to like have it there but I'm not gonna do it every day um you know I just know I'm I'm not you know unless I feel like it because, you know, I, I, I like to study what I feel like studying, uh, when I feel like studying it. And so that was, you know, I didn't say that, like, I might opt in, but in my mind, like, now I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, I might opt into it. I'm not, like, opposed, but also, like, I'm very, eh, I might be a little bit opposed, actually. I actually think I am opposed, because um, I grew up, I mean, I'm not trying to sway anybody's beliefs or faith with anything, but, you know, I did grow up in church and I'm kind of not really into being told what to study um I like to decide what I want to study on my own that's just my own preference you know so I just kind of respectfully declined and then you know this person is just asking you know pretty much others you know and they get to this one person the person with the not so great social skills and they get to this one person and they asked this one person, you know, um, you know, would you like to join, you know, this Bible study, you know, and, you know, 
that person didn't actually say yes or no. When I think back to it, I was thinking about it and I was like, they didn't really say yes or no. Um, they didn't respond with anything positive. They basically took it as an opportunity to, you know, exploit somebody's vulnerability and be like, well, why do people read the Bible over and over and over? You know, like once you read it once, isn't that kind of enough? You know, and I'm kind of thinking, okay, well, this person goes to church over and over every week. So with that argument, it's kind of like, well, why do you go to church all the time then? If you're, they're talking about the Bible there every week. So shouldn't that be just as obsolete as reading the Bible then? I mean, like, I don't understand. But I, I, you know, there was no logic to this. They just wanted to start a debate. And, you know, I did take, I did take the, I did take part of the bait for sure. Um, but part of it was in defense of this other person. And then another part of it was just because I could kind of tell, you know, I mean, who talks about religion? You know, you're at a dinner. Every, who doesn't know you don't talk about, you know, politics you don't talk about religion. You you don't talk about this kind of stuff over a dinner. That's not appropriate. It's not what you do. But this person takes the opportunity to start trying, you know, and talking about a pretty sensitive subject and kind of taking jabs, you know, talking about, you know, the story of Adam and Eve and, you know where did all the other people come from and I you know I'm very well versed in the bible you know so you know I you know everything that they were debating and asking questions of I actually was like well I have answers for all of this like but in this at the same time I'm like nobody's listening at this point this isn't a point where people are listening to each other but basically what happened is I was like okay like this whole interaction it was probably just a couple minutes but it took up so much space in my in my own memory I guess in my own energy bank that you know I spent the rest of the night just pretty depleted and woke up this morning and that's kind of like the first thing kind of on my mind and I'm just like geez like I don't want to be thinking about this it's complete bs you know it's complete bs so I broke it down again for myself and I was just like, you know what? This person doesn't have adequate social skills. That's all it boils down to. They don't know not to talk religion at a dinner. Um, and I think, you know, if I go to the whole, this is what I'm hearing, you know, this is what I'm hearing, this is what I'm seeing, um, this whole unconscious thing, um, just noticing a couple things like they didn't really answer the question yes or no maybe they felt put on the spot maybe they felt awkward or embarrassed and so they flipped it and created this whole dramatic interaction um i really think that's part of what happened um they they maybe felt vulnerable and didn't really know how to handle that and so they started a whole debate they never even answered the question if they were going to join or not 
they started a debate instead and I'm just like okay like you could have just said yes or no I said yes or no I wasn't starting an, an argument I said no and I gave my explanation and when the person pressed I kind of gave further an explanation of what I actually am doing you know what I actually will be doing which is why I won't be joining um and it's not unrelated to what they're doing it's just I'm not gonna opt into a bible study when you know some of the studying I'm gonna be doing is gonna like touch bible you know bible history and bible passages anyways and I'd rather study the stuff that comes up in what I'm actually studying with these bigger projects than, you know, do like a daily devotional type of thing. Like, I have my own spiritual practices. I'm not going to really say what they are. Maybe they do involve the Bible. Maybe they don't. But I'm kind of doing my own thing. I'm not really wanting to be on someone else's schedule. I have my own routines that I'm kind of creating. So I'm okay with that, you know, and I think you know I'm not trying to be hurtful to people but it's like I'll talk to them about whatever they're studying um if they want to send me the thing they can send it to me and I might you know if it's like a yearly study kind of thing I might see what it's like every couple so often in the year um like a lot of people know I grew up Adventist and I don't really go physically into Adventist churches on a routine basis but you know I might actually go to a church um, that's not that church or I might actually tune into a church online on occasion um, or I might, you know, have some other kind of interaction on occasion, you know, um, that's related to kind of religious, religious content um i'm not against it i i find religion can be beautiful i appreciate spirituality religion in my opinion is just you know i don't i i'm not into the manipulation aspect and people explaining for me what they say the bible or whatever book you know what they say it means i'd rather go the route of like the historical explanations um that's kind of more my vibe um I'm not saying I don't have faith in anything I'm not saying I don't have my own spiritual beliefs and practices and routines I totally do um I totally fall short of my own values um sometimes a lot of times kind of depending on how other things are going in my life um you know I'm just human like everybody else um but yeah, I was kind of noticing, you know, this person, not the person who asked about the Bible study, but how the other person didn't really respond. So just the fact that they didn't respond with a yes or no, when it was a yes or no question, and they took it and ran into a debate with everybody instead, I was like, okay, I see you, I see how you are. Um, and this person also mentioned that there is another family member that they don't like um um and you know i see a lot of similarities between the two of them you know with their social styles um they both kind of have this 
you know, desire to debate with people on, on topics and just leave people just not really wanting to interact. But I feel that's what it was. Like, I'm like, okay, it's probably not easy for this person to be leaving, you know, from a family group where they weren't isolated by themselves all the way somewhere else. You know, they were actually with people for multiple days. They're usually not with people like that, like family for multiple days. So they were with family for like four straight days and, um, or maybe four and a half days, I guess, technically. Um, and they, you know, had relatively good interactions I'm pretty sure that was hard for them to to leave that to go back to their space. So what better way to leave than to distance yourself, you know? That's kind of how I see it. I'm like, this person was like putting an emotional distance. It's like, well, if everybody's pissed off at me, it's going to be easier to walk out the door again. You know, if I create some tension, I mean, that's the only thing they know how to do. I mean, this would have been a moment for them to be like, look, it was nice for us to all get together as a family and talk about, like, the good time that they had and the experience and how this was different from maybe other holidays because this was the first um, holiday period of this ho- of this type of holiday that we've all spent together in probably over two years now at this point. I mean, they could have brought up any of that kind of stuff, but I think it would have been way too vulnerable for them and they wouldn't do it. So instead, they created like a distance. And what better way to create a distance than to create an argument with people right at a dinner about religion? I mean, like, that's definitely going to do it, right? And so I see that that's kind of what they did. They were like, not only did they not feel comfortable mentioning the yes-no question on the spot, Maybe that was too vulnerable of a situation. They had to turn it into some debate. And that debate was occurring during the last few minutes of this um, dinner. And so that's kind of the perspective that helps me is to kind of see, like, what is actually happening? It's like sometimes... You know, people don't have the social skills or the emotional intelligence. I mean, first of all, most people wouldn't have brought up that topic anyways. And if they did, they wouldn't do it at a dinner right at the last dinner that we're going to have before we even talk to each other or see each other for months later. Like, you know, I, I'm not normally interacting with this person. So for months, you know, we're probably not going to talk for months, which is normal Uh, We're not going to interact for months, which is normal. Like, this person, you can text them and they won't respond at all unless it's, like, maybe about a couple sports teams on rare occasion. Um, If you get them a birthday gift, they don't even like it. If you get them a Christmas gift, they don't even, like, acknowledge it. They're just not good at acknowledging vulnerability. They don't really have the social graces about them to be able to really do that within their own comfort level and so I try to give it understanding it's frustrating as heck for me it's not something I appreciate especially because I'm used to being around people 
with very high emotional intelligence and understanding that you can talk to. I mean, I talk with my friends about religion all the time and we don't debate about stuff. Like we might laugh at silly things and be like, this is a weird thing that like nobody looks at, you know, or whatever. Um, But we don't, we don't argue about it or anything, you know? And so that's totally kind of how I see it. And, you know, I know I'm not the only one who has to deal with family members and the BS situations that come up with all that, you know. I mean, I look around and I see some of my friends and I'm like, you know, a lot of them don't really see their parents very often. Um, And, you know... They don't see other family members very often and they don't talk to other family members very often. Like a lot of people I I know that I talk to have that specific aunt or have that specific uncle or that specific dad or that specific mom or the siblings or whoever it may be. And, you know, I think more people than not that I know have issues with people, you know, in their families um and so you know I take all of that to kind of you know help myself to realize you know you know I don't have to spend a lot of time and energy um on this type of interaction you know like I was I was equating it to a friendship I have with somebody who I know was having some social issues too and they kind of didn't notice that you know the way they debate with people and all that kind of stuff was kind of just getting on people's nerves like nobody wants to be hanging out I mean I introduced this person to friends of mine um before and they wanted to talk about affirmative action with a group of black people i'm like why are you gonna like try to argue affirmative action with a group of black people you know that you don't even know um but that kind of thing it's like poor social skills you know that's all it really boils down to um and that comes from another place you know poor social skills comes from a lot of things you know can come from past trauma past um, negative social interactions, lack of social interactions, lack of practice, um, just not being able to read social cues and all, it, it, it can come from so many different places, and so I know that, and so I have to keep these things in mind and see things for what they are, see the situations, how they are, um, not take it all in and assume, okay, like, here comes a holiday, we all have to interact and be happy and, um, you know, um, I mean, I've chosen the relationships I want to have in my life and I don't think I feel pressured and I think, um, the situation, again, kind of proved itself that, you know, I was in the right for keeping a distance in the first place because um, it's not a very healthy dynamic to be around people who just want to debate because they can't handle 
you know, authentic relationships and they can't really handle, you know, social interactions where they're not, you know, trying to hurt people's feelings or, you know, make somebody feel some kind of weird way or use some weird kind of power dynamic. And again, like I mentioned, like right at the end of like a holiday goodbye dinner is like when you're going to start the debate with people is like so inappropriate, so inappropriate. Um, But I have to just realize that, you know, I've made my decision with how I think is going to help me to interact with those types of people. Um, I just have to stick to it. And if people do come up to kind of get on my nerves, um, I just have to realize why they're doing it, um, why they're interacting in that way. And for myself to be careful not to latch on to treating people like that, um, to make sure that I don't pick up on those habits because it is kind of an elder in my family community that's acting like this and you know things can be passed down and I don't want to be acting this way towards my friend groups or my um people that I love in my life you know I don't want to be just reacting all weird and in strange ways where I'm hurting people's feelings or whatever um and you know, I don't want people feeling like they have to defend other people when I'm talking to them. You know, I don't want any of that negative interaction. I just want to have fun and nice experiences with the people that I care for um, and develop those relationships uh, strongly and not create barriers or weird tension and work on my own stuff. You know, if I'm feeling vulnerable or insecure, I need to work in that in the real time, I don't need to put that on somebody else and make them feel like, um, like crap. So that's kind of my goal in all this. It's kind of a learning experience, but I also recognize this is just the beginning of a holiday period, one down. Um, I mean, overall, it was honestly good. It just is like, wow, you're going to end it with the grand finale. Um, But looking at it this way for me has kind of helped me to just kind of, you know, do something creative with it and, you know, think about it in in a different light of like what's actually going on. I know it's not me. I know I didn't start this conversation. I know they have their own issues going on, which is how come they responded as they did. And that's their choice that they like to create this kind of distance between physical distance and emotional distance and social distance. That's what they need for their own comfort. Uh, Because right now they don't really have the strength to push through, you know, the vulnerable feelings And that's kind of all it really is. And a lot of times with family dynamics, you know, that's really what it boils down to is people's insecurities, Um, which I'm not saying, you know, people need to make space for it at all. Even I'm not saying, you know, you have to put yourself in any kind of a a situation where you're going to feel bad. Um, But if you are you know, and you know that there's possibly people that you don't want to completely X X out of your life, um, that you still want to try interacting with, but you know, they're going to start acting a fool at some point because that's just what they do. Um, 
this can be a method to think about, you know, um, what they're actually doing. And sorry about my voice being a little not perfect. Uh, part of it's the vaping, part of it's just because, you know, when I'm kind of upset about something, my throat gets a little constricted. And um, I'll be fine with everything. Um, it's just, you know, it can be a little disappointing and just a waste of energy. That's kind of how I see it. It's like, really? Um, but then again, it's like, leave it to this person to interact like this. Leave it to this person to be this way. Um, it's either we interact or we don't, or we have some form of interaction where we know that, you know, faults are going to come up and we're just going to have to deal. So... Um, those are kind of what the options kind of look like and that can change at any time and you know I feel I feel good that you know at least we tried but also I kind of knew something was going to happen I was just kind of shocked that it wasn't happening the whole entire four days so I would call it some form of improvement but still messy um but we have the choice, you know, as adults, we luckily have a choice to, you know, say if we want to put up with each other's stuff or not. And, you know, I've got my own stuff, too. And this person has their own stuff. And um, all of us do. So, you know, I'm not perfect either. There might be somebody out there ranting about some stupid thing I said or did. So I don't know. But I hope not. I would hope that people would at least talk to me if I was doing something. But, um that's just how it is and every time this person comes around this is just how it's going to be I'm pretty sure other people have people like that in their lives too and if you do I would say this is one method I've found to deal with it is just what I explained um thinking about it in this way um but I gotta go get my breakfast and uh thanks for listening